Get ready for the Sheep Laughs Comedy Show. The best in Christian comedy skits and songs all under the same hoof. I know you're going to dig this. Jolly good show. <laughs> Hello, I'm your host, Fred Passmore, and welcome again to the Sheep Laughs Comedy Show featuring clean comedy by Christian comedians. You know, much of the popular culture in our country is influenced by Hollywood, which accounts for a lot of the weirdness going on. But most of it starts right there in California. Here's Paul Aldrich from his CD project, Mock and Roll. Well, when I got into my, my teenage years is when I really started getting into music. Uh, I, I would sit in my room late at night, you know, close the door, lock it, play albums all night long. Real vinyl albums. I'd be in my room with my lava lamp by my side. Black light poster of Jesus on the wall. Wearing bell-bottom cords, a muscle shirt, and puka shell necklace. I was cool. I'd behold my electric guitar, Long hair parted down the middle, jamming with the volume turned up to 10, driving my parents crazy. <laughs> I was so cool. <laughs> and it was there in my room many years ago that I wrote my very first song. Seriously, tonight I would like to do the greatest California song of all times, slightly revised to reflect the beliefs and values of today's Californians. If you're searching for Elvis, if you haven't got a clue, if you believe the truth is out there, I've got good news for you. There's a state of confusion where the wackos run free. Check your IQ at the door now. Come along with me. Welcome to New Age, California If you're from outer space You will love this place Plenty of kooks here in New Age, California Bring your crystal ball Cause we believe it all We've got tree-hugging gurus And psychics, of course Mr. Ed showed up last week he said God is a horse, of course. <laughs> We've got alien abductions, UFOs by the score. We are strict vegetarians who are hungry for more. So we light all the candles and pray for a sign. But no one's made any sense here since 1969. Still we drink tofu Kool-Aid raise up a toast to this Star Trek convention that we call home. Welcome to the New Age California. Come and meditate in this mental state. Plenty of nuts here in New Age California where you can be a god and no one finds it odd. 
the talented musician and funny man Paul Aldrich. Get his CDs, video projects, and booking info on his website, paulaldrich.com. Good evening, and welcome to American Public Radio's classical music series. Tonight, we feature the album, Sundays Are Too Good to Waste on Church performed by the Forsaking the Assembly Orchestra. We start off the evening with one of the orchestra's most requested pieces, a solo by Willie Makett, conducted by Betty Won't. Don't go to church. Don't go to church. Stay right at home, talk on the phone, pick chicken bones, eat ice cream cones, drink root beer foam, watch home alone. Stay where you are, don't go too far. Resist the urge for church, sit down and stay right on your perch. Don't go to church. Don't go to church. The Forsaking the Assembly Orchestra is now recruiting additional members. To audition, Simply become apathetic about Christian fellowship and kingdom accomplishments. Coming up next, my lunch. That's the track Sickening Symphony from the Prime Example album Comedy Skits and Songs, available at primeexample.com. <laughs> Gary Claxton, known as the Mouth of the South, is a busy man. It's no wonder with his talent. Let's listen to a short bit from his project Cows, Churches, and Chickens. My mother was a disciplinarian in our family. She hit us so hard she'd fall. <laughs> and all our whippings and all our trouble usually always come around. The pastor, I see, I'm looking at one right here in the eye right here today. The pastor come over or at church, we might have just bend over and just get our whipping over because we was going to get one. Now, we start the church one morning. Mama turns around in the car and points to me and Carl in the back seat and says, boys, listen to me. One of my good friends at church, her daughter just had a baby. And that baby was born without any ears. Now listen to me. If y'all even smirk, even look at that baby cross-eyed whatsoever, I'll beat y'all to death. Is that clear? We said, yes, ma'am. Well, when church was over, we go to the lady's house. And mama knocks on the door, and she thought her friend was coming to the door. But it wasn't. It was the girl who had the baby. She takes the baby and hands it out the door and says, Here, Sister Claxton, here, here, look at my baby. Ain't it pretty? Well, my mama's, you know, kind of lost for words. So she holds the baby and says, Oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yes, it's a, a beautiful baby. And um, uh, it's got beautiful eyes. And I know when it gets grown, it's going to be able to see good. Carl spoke up and said, It better because it ain't never going to be able to wear no glasses. That's Gary Claxton. Visit his fun website at mouthofsouthgc.com. That's www.mouthofsouthgc.com. You know, if you enjoy listening to comedy and would like to do it yourself, you can. 
For free comedy and drama scripts for you or your drama team to perform, go to www.christianskitscripts.com. Plus, you'll find soundtrack CDs you can purchase to enhance your performance of the skits. It's do-it-yourself Christian comedy at christianskitscripts.com. I hated school. My parents were always telling me, these are the happiest days of your life. That was a lie. First of all, I had one of those brothers like everybody loves Raymond. You know, my brother was president of his class, head of the, of the school play. He got the lead in the school play. He was an all-state football player. And now, for the last six years, he has been President Bush's deputy chief of staff. That is tough to compete with. My mom is always bragging about my brother. My son works in the White House. My son works for the president. I said, Mom, I'm a pastor. I work for the king of the universe. I mean, come on. I don't care who's in the White House as long as Jesus is on the throne. You know, we got to lighten up a little bit. My brother's always teasing me, too. He says, you don't know anything about politics. I said, I do, too. Politics comes from two Latin words. The word poly, which means many, right, and ticks, which are blood-sucking creatures. (laughs) That is all you need to know about politics. I struggled in high school. I mean, I I just had my 25th reunion, and I'll tell you, it's it's been hard. I mean, in my yearbook, it said next to my picture, I was known for my hate stare. I was an angry, bitter kid in high school for a lot of reasons. One is, uh, I just wasn't very smart. I love it when there's kids in the audience. Parents, raise your hands. Anyone? Well, not yet. Not yet. That's good. You're real (laughs) obedient, though. That's good. (laughs) How many besides me ever got a DRF on your report card? And remember, I am a pastor. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Six years. Yeah, three people real proud. <laughs> oh, yeah. I got so many D's and F's, I tried to convince my parents it was part of a new grading system. <laughs> D and F meant doing fine, doing fine. Yeah, D was for dynamite, you know. And my dad, he was a military man. He was a medic in Korea, worked at a mass unit in the, in the Korean War, and he was a tough, strict military dad. He was always on me to buckle down and study hard. You know, one day we were up in the attic. We were getting the ornaments out for Christmas, getting the decorations. I saw a box of trophies and awards my dad had won. And as I was looking through, I found his yearbook. And inside was one of his report cards. Took a peek at that. Thought that could come in handy, you know. A couple weeks later, my report card came out. He said, Gordon, get in here. You fell down in English. You can't get lower in math. You're not going out of this house till those grades go up. I'm just smiling. He said, what are you laughing at, boy? I said, Dad, look at this. I got the same thing you got when you were in sixth grade. And I thought I had him without missing a beat. He said, you're right, son. And I'm going to give you the same thing my father gave me. <laughs> now, see, now you don't get this. See, because I grew up in the days before Ritalin. They only had one cure for people like me. It was called the belt. My dad, I, he had two rules for discipline. You got punished at the scene of the crime, right? There was never you wait till you get home from church. You acted up in church, you got whooped in church. You acted up at Dillard's, you got beaten Dillard's, and the people cheered. <laughs> I was in church the other week making a CD so in Michigan where I was at last week. And, you know, and you know, I grew up where the church was the house of God. I mean, this thing looks like a double wide. You put a couple wheels on this, you could take this church on the road. This is, <laughs> this is super. I like this. So church, take, take, go into all the world and take your church with you. This is great. <laughs> But no, I grew up where the church, you know, we, we were serious. You didn't talk loud in church. You didn't run in church. You were supposed to be reverent. And this little boy, he's playing tag with his brother after church, jumping over pews, sliding under, and his dad's doing what dads do today. Joey! Joey! And the little kid stops, looks at his dad, takes off, keeps right on running. So what's the dad do? He yells louder. Joey! Kid stops, 
keeps right on running. Now the dad has to resort to the ultimate threat today, right? When the kid doesn't do what he said, Joey, get over here. I'm going to give you a time out. Did your dad ever give you a time out? <laughs> My dad, it was knockout. There was no time out. Time out was how long you were unconscious. That's what time out was. We live in a whole different world today. And my dad was strict, but he was nothing compared to my mother. My mother is five foot tall, about 110 pounds, but she comes from Russia. And she is a tough little babushka. You don't mess with my mother. I mean, she grew up through the depression where you didn't waste food, like you didn't eat something one night, no problem. It just went into whatever you're having the next night. And her part of Russia, they put sauerkraut in food. I mean everything. I mean brownies, cornflakes, just... She would make these casseroles. I sat down. I was about in eighth grade, 14 years old. I was sitting down there, and I looked at this concoction. She was next to me, mashing potatoes by hand, which she still does today. And I just looked at it, and I said the first thing that came to my mind. I just said, do we have to eat this junk? And she looked at me, and she looked at that potato masher. <laughs> Pop me in the head with the potato masher. This is a true story. I got potatoes going down my shirt. I got tears welling up in my eyes. My younger brother and sister are watching like, what are you going to do now, Mr. Smarty Pants? I turned to her and I said the stupidest thing I have ever said in my life. I said, is that the hardest you can hit? (laughs) Oh, man, when I came to, I was covered in wiener schnitzel and I have never questioned my mother's cooking. Gordon Douglas, What Not to Say to Your Mama, from the CD Things I Wish I Knew Before I Said I Do. Find out all about Gordon at gordondouglasisfunny.com. Now, you may be driving, jogging, cleaning right now, or something else that keeps you from writing down the websites of the artists featured on the show. No problem. You can find out how to contact any of the comedians featured here by going to www.sheeplaughs.com. The best in Christian comedians, all under one hoof. Join us next time on the Sheep Laughs Comedy Show. Until then, keep smiling, because the sheep of the Lord's pastors have a lot to be happy about. Boy, do I!